welcome to Drunk Valorant episode 83. Um, you know, let's just get right into it. Okay, well, so, do we recreate the interactions that we just had? I mean, maybe we, we should create the restart the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This so, is like, like always right. the internal debate, right? Yeah. You're like, do, right, do we I, like let's... fully just requote? So, Chase, I will oh, is say, is it really? Is it yeah. really episode 83? Chase, I will <laughs> say, though, you've many times made fun of cats for referencing things that occurred in a deleted take, and now you're doing the same thing. <laughs> I know. I thought of that immediately. I'm saying is, I was like, yeah. I'm going to get shit for this, but it's too funny not to. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to roll back the jokes here, all right? Uh, so you guys can actually listen to them. They're just not going to be quite as off the cuff. Mm. Um, so, Chase. I think it's off the cuff. You... Cuff. Is that not what I said? I heard off the cut, but, you know. I might have said that. I I, I literally grabbed the cuff on my arm while I was saying it, so I you're not wearing sleeves. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chase, what do you got in your hand there besides your dick? Uh, You really are going verbatim, man. Yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, I have a Utopia Pineapple Sour uh, by How Sound Brewing. Uh, As I said earlier, that you didn't hear. Um, (laughs) It was requested by my girlfriend because it's a pineapple sour. Nice. Sorry, can you explain that one to me? Yeah, yeah. Um, pineapple is delicious, and I enjoy pineapples. So okay. she thought I would really like the, the beer. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, it. It is quite strong pineapple tasting. Um, quite good. But I feel like it might get overpowering by the end of this can. Mm. Like, I don't know if I like pineapple juice that much. Can you hold up the can? I'm trying to debate whether I've had this one or not. Uh, yeah. uh yes i have you can had see, that one. yeah there's some yeah. mountains on the can it's kind of it's a really cool can it's like yellow with a mountain on it mm-hmm. i Nifty. it was not my favorite sour but i'm not huge into pineapple but it was one of the ones that i hadn't tried yet so i went for it yeah i, I think it's good but it's uh we'll see by the time i get to the bottom of it whether i'm uh craving another one or not mm-hmm. jury is out already well, Hunter, I don't have a very interesting one, so I'm going to let you finish off here, going going last. Sounds good. So we end on a bang. Um, I've got a I've got one of the new White Claw Surf Edition Citrus Yuzu Smashes. Um, they're Those are solid. Quite good. Yeah, they are quite good. They're like they're the Surf series I find to be more interesting flavor wise than the original White Claws. Um, and, like, maybe it just hasn't been around long enough for me to, like, get to the point where I find it kind of, like, monotonous or mundane. Um, at least they're somewhat new-ish in Canada within, like, the last couple of months since, like, the summer started. Um, but, yeah, no, they're pretty solid. I had a couple kicking around my fridge, and I have a Main Street Brewing Pilsner I'll probably crack into that someone handed me at work today. So yeah. those uh, Those surf packs they uh they, just, they hit your taste buds like whoopa you know no <laughs> i was like man i'm missing a reference <laughs> yeah, yeah. here i can tell wow, wow. Well. okay somebody yeah, that, somebody's your, gonna get that your reference. joke your joke was up here in my head is let us know in the discord if you got that reference <laughs> yeah. all right well i'll launch into mine um i stopped by burley oak brewing company on the way back from the beach a place that's far out of where i would normally go uh ocean city maryland being the beach uh, this, I have three different beers from them, but the first of them is the most basic, but I'm very happy with it. This is the Aboriginal Gangster, uh, brewed with New Zealand Motika and Pacific Jade hops, providing lemon-lime citrus notes, followed by a tropical fruit finish. 
The use of these hops creates a soft bitterness while retaining the bite of an IPA. And I would say this is like a, an incredibly like standard tasting IPA. Like you, you'll sip it and you'll be like, yep, that's an IPA. All right. But it's a really good one. Uh, the citrus, the tang of it goes well with the bitterness of the hops and a little bit of tropical sweetness is there as well. So honestly, among like the basic IPAs, this is one of the better ones I've had. I'm very happy with it. Is it like, do you get the, like those notes on like the aftertaste or is it kind of like all together? Like when it hits your like when it hits your mouth, is it just like bam IPA, and then like as you swallow, it's like, oh, here's some other stuff, or is it kind of like all mixed together? Yeah, I would say the first, the first thing is bam IPA, the hops, and then it's like oh this the citrus, and then the tropical sweetness is on the aftertaste. It has a very nice finish. Uh, can we just say that Aboriginal gangster baller name? Oh yeah, <laughs> cool can as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, already. Um, some Bauer and stuff. No. I don't think Chase has had the opportunity to experience this. Uh, oh no, actually he did because we just played a game. Um, what do you what are you guys' takes on uh, on Deadlock now that she's been out for uh, you know a little bit of time? Well, I mean, one fuck we. Didn't even do a podcast last week, so we got we yeah. should have a little bit of content. <laughs> yeah, I we, say that have yeah, I say we, that having played two games right. since the act like or the episode started. Um so I really have not been on my computer at all. I've been way too busy doing other things, way less cool than Valorant. Um so I haven't gotten to play with Deadlock a bunch. Yeah, the last you were mentioning not having a episode last week, I was just thinking about the fact that I was spreading so much misinformation about Deadlock's alt in particular in the previous episode, given what I knew from the clips at the time. Like, I did actually research going into it. It just was that, you know, we didn't know, and I made some wrong assumptions. Um, but yeah, I was, just, I was just mentioning to Cass before the podcast, I said I wouldn't get into it at all. But wow, Deadlock sucks. She is so bad. Yeah, so bad. She's so bad. <laughs> yeah, like, like her wall is interesting, and I would say it's normally a worse sage wall, um, because you have this awkward little space that you can, you know, have people push into it. So, like, if you try to use it as a sage wall, it's worse than a sage wall. Um, and people can shoot through it, right? People can shoot through it. So like, there are cases where that's good, but there's a lot of cases where you just prefer for it to stall more by not having that capability. It lasts for less time than a sage wall. Um, it health. doesn't. Yeah, I believe sage it's thirty believe, seconds. Yeah, it's thirty seconds, which is I don't remember mm -hmm. what sage wall is, but it's slightly less in terms of time. Um, the one real strength to it, which is an area in, which is why I don't want to discount it completely, because I think we'll see this more as people get better with the agent, is of course that you don't, you aren't extremely limited in where you can place it versus where you're standing. Like you can actually have deadlock, um, frick, I forget the ability name, the uh, deadlock wall lineups, um, which allows for some, you know, some potential there. Um, I think it's her best ability, despite all the negative things I said. And there is some potential for throwing in advance of a push. But it really feels a little puzzling looking at it being like, oh, well, you can shoot out one of the orbs. When is that useful? Like, the shape of it is just very awkward. Um, yeah. It's kind of just an awkward shape. 
Like, yeah. I'm curious of how they decided on this, like, little X-wing, like, mm-hmm. you know, shape of, of the wall. Um, because it's not super useful. Like, it doesn't fit in any specific area super well. Yeah. Um, and, like, you can access the orb. Like, it's not like you can hide where, like, the corner things are super well, so you have to shoot the middle one, depending on where you place it. Like, maybe there are, like like certain doorways or something where you can hide the the smaller orbs. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you were to just walk to the side, you could still shoot out the smaller orb if you wanted to. Um, yeah, but you'd be really vulnerable if you had to do that. Like I'm thinking like maybe like split CT. Like, I'm thinking it like mine be... showers. But yeah, but split you can also CT just walk could, out yeah. and shoot as well. <laughs> like not yeah, the orbs, you could just but... peek the angle, yeah. right? Like you don't th- yeah. it doesn't actually obstruct your your peeking of the angle. So you could peek it first and then be like, "Okay, I have a second here. Hide myself and shoot this little orb out." I don't know, like yeah, I'm just thinking that, like, there are probably some angles or just, like, some of the tighter chokes that you could drop this on. And, like, as you're saying, the small orbs are kind of, like, hidden to the point where, like, you'd have to, like, kind of like the way that, like, Cypher has a couple of trips. You need to actively swing out into it to, like, shoot the trip. Yeah, yeah but you don't even have to do about? that here. You just have to shoot the middle one instead. Yeah, but they're, like, that takes a lot of fucking bullets. Uh, and yeah, isn't it like two, a clip? I think it's more than that. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more than a clip. And then Wait, also, is it break the center um, orb or a small orb? Yeah, yeah center, center orb. orb. Center orb is more, I think than, it's a more clip. than a clip. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, you could probably, like, depending on the situation, you could probably set it up so that you can't safely do that. And because other people can shoot through the orb, like, it, or through that that X wing wall, um, if you're like, if you're going to be taking the time and the ammo to shoot the center orb, you can probably get swung uh, by somebody who's playing on site. Like, I, I do see that there's some potential for it. I just feel like it's kind of hard to get good value out of and somewhat situational. I mean, we just, just played a game against yeah. it, and so there were a couple of situations there where we saw the wall, and, like, if I was with another person, it was so easy to shoot the center orb. Yeah, like the two of us would just spam the center orb immediately, and it would break in like a couple of seconds. Now, like, is that a couple of seconds of delay? Yes, but it like we weren't super exposed. I don't think they ever got a kill off of us breaking it. Right. Well, I, I yeah. think that's. Oh, uh, I was Go gonna ahead. say. I think that's part of the issue. Is like I think unlike a sage wall where you just put it up and leave it there until it gets broken, and then you can address it. Like, I think it is something that like you want to be fighting over like you want to be taking that duel and you just have this physical barrier between you so that like they, they can't like you're like if you die right they can't immediately just push up and and, and take that space like they're going to need to break they're going to need to take a bit of time to break that orb maybe that allows one of your teammates to get into position maybe if they're going to after they kill you so they're short. focusing on breaking that orb maybe one of your teammates can swing and trade you out like I, I feel like the mistake that we saw our deadlock making there was nobody was the nobody was fighting deadlock. the yeah. Or, yeah nobody was fighting those areas in which that orb was stopping people from aggressing into yes like nobody was pushing up to that area she was just using it yeah like almost like it was a sage slow 
is how this deadlock was using it, which, which like I got very is, minimal value. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't think that's the right answer. Yeah, so maybe uh, it was just a really bad deadlock that we were playing. You know, people are still mm-hmm. figuring her out. But I think in general, like it seems very situational use. Yeah, and I wanted to come back to something else about the situationalness, which is that one very strong but very situational thing you can do with it is in some situations talking about the shape of it, you can trap someone in uh, between a wall and in one of the sections. Like one of the more useful things I've seen is a lineup when you're attacking ascent a site where you can trap someone behind Jen. If they're behind Jen, they will get stuck there by the deadlock wall. And then in that situation, that is actually fairly useful because, you know, you can then throw mollies in there and stuff, and they're going to have a hard time breaking that while you're pushing onto site. Um, and, you know, you got them, you got them trapped. <laughs> so does that save the ability or change anything I said? No, but like, I think there are cases like that where you can get, do some cool things with it. Doesn't Fade do that way more effectively? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, right. that, the seize that's is like, probably better. Like the that. seize is significantly better. Like you can't break it unless you have movement ability, right? Uh, you can TP out of it, but I believe that's it. Yeah, that's like yeah. Jet, so unless jet unless you have slide doesn't do it. Okay, well, so yeah, you can t- TP out yeah. of it. Um, and you have significantly more lineups available for uh for a fade seize than you do for this because like you have more. I, I think the the seas has significantly more range when you throw yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would assume so, but like, I think the benefit though to trapping someone with the deadlock wall is assuming that they're not holding an Odin. Um, they are going to be trapped for longer than the fade seas, and if they're trying to break out, you you know they'll be making a, a good bit of noise. Assuming you're close enough to hear the phantom words of Vandal. Um, so in general, I would agree that the fade seas is definitely more useful overall at, oh, there's someone in this area. Let's, you know, make them have a bad day. But there are probably some cases in which the deadlock thing is better for that. Um, I just think Seize is, a, for that, like, case, is just, obviously that is the point of the Seize, and it is mm-hmm. a feature of the deadlock wall. But if we're talking about how, like, that's a good feature of the deadlock wall, then I'm like, Seize does that better in every single way, if you ask me. Because it also decays. Well, I mean, part of it as well is that, you know, if I'm playing behind Jen on Ascent and, you know, the Fade Seize hits, I yeah, I have to wait it out. But then once I wait it out, I'm completely free. And I'm decayed as well. So right with the perfect timing, you know, there's more damage potential. But with the Deadlock mm-hmm. thing, you know, if I'm trapped with that, I'm not going to get to shoot out the center orb, burning a whole clip plus before I get swung, like, or, you know, mollied or whatever. That's not an option. So, like, I can shoot one of the sides, but then... You know, I'm still trapped in a fairly, you know, constricted area and the team pushing in can see that. So, like, I, I, I feel like if I am having to choose to play against one of them and I'm behind Jen, I would rather play against a Fade Seas than a Deadlock Wall. Assuming, I and I guess that's... a Deadlock Wall because I can just shoot that one, that one orb and then I'm out. Whereas the Fade Seas, I'm stuck there well, for the on, duration Depending of on it. the angle, you might need to shoot two of them to get out. That would have to be so specific and situational. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm also, you know, not really considering perfect utility combos because, you know, Fade Seize plus Nade, if they hit immediately, is just stupidly 
uh good yeah i was thinking raise nade but it could be you know molly as well and that obviously is far superior to anything yeah that i mean but i feel like you could do the same thing if they hit immediately with this too right is if you're able to trap somebody and the yeah. and the nade comes out like that that would be a very useful but there's uh, no decay combo so I, i'm kind of coming back yeah, around no to what decay. you were saying yeah i thought you guys are focusing on that's not the fucking point of the wall well, like, that's a, well. I do, yeah. I, like, I started off by saying this is a very situational thing. Yeah. So yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. This isn't the and you, but right. yeah, you're just saying that that was a good but situational use of it. Um, yeah, I agree. It's not the main point of the wall. But I think the like fuck it might as well be the wall is pretty useless in other situations too. Yeah, and another thing that I was good. thinking about is that you know I feel like I don't know the specific numbers, but I feel like breaking the center orb of the deadlock wall is roughly equivalent to breaking a sage wall. However, when I say breaking a sage wall, I'm talking about breaking one section of a sage wall. Like if you break one section of a sage wall, it's still providing some value because you're still funneled to an extent and any sort of AOE utility is going to be much more effective at stopping you from pushing through there. Like a sage wall, if you want to completely free up, you know, mid of split still takes a, it still has a lot more more, stall and bullet usage to break the whole thing. I, don't yeah. know, I feel like you guys are somewhat unnecessarily dogging on this. I don't think it's as bad as you're making it out to be. Well, I I, spe- I specifically opened by saying that I think that there is potential for it to get better as people learn different lineups, not just for trapping people, but just to block off things along with a sight hit or for a retake as well. I, I think that's that's the big X factor here, the mm-hmm. chance to throw it to places that you couldn't get a sage wall to. Um, where even if it's a worse sage wall, you know, sage wall isn't at play here. It's not even an option. Um, so that's where I think the potential is that we're not seeing yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but like you, what you get one charge of this thing too. Yeah. Oh, and uh, it also has no recharge as well. Yeah. Which is no, no odd. recharge. You just yeah. get it every round. Um, is that, that's her E ability, right? Yeah, yeah, it's very odd to have an E ability that with no recharge, but you know, that's what they're going with. Oh, yeah, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I kind of forgot about Brim. Yeah. Yeah, weird, weird. It must suck to not have a recharging signature. <laughs> yeah. Is Brim the only other agent with a non-recharging signature? I guess so, I right? believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um... Not counting, like, special cases of, like, you know, vipers, toxins, or whatever. Yeah. Sure. I'm debating on how you count, like, Astra. It, well, yeah, she's, uh, she's just kind of different. Oh, yeah, Rana. Yeah, I guess I guess hers don't recharge. Rana does not. However, mm-hmm. I feel like you don't notice it as Rana because if you're popping off, you get your ult as Rana so quickly with it being a 6-point ult that, mm-hmm. like... If you've got two kills in a round and used both soul orbs, you don't you don't even necessarily need to use both soul orbs if you get two kills, depending on the situation. I, got, I mean, there's a probably like a almost a fifty percent chance you'll have alt available at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also like I bind dismiss to left click, so like you know. Do you? Oh. Okay, I was gonna say you said that too seriously. I wasn't sure if you actually. Did. <laughs> And you don't get like extra stars with Astra, right? Like you, you can't. No, get extra no, stars. no. You can't get yeah. extra stars. Like you just have what you start. With. Yeah, but like she, yeah. she, or she has a different mechanic where yeah. her stars recharge when you recall them, and you have yeah. so many of them. So like, 
I don't, I don't really count her as not having recharging because it recharges in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but probably moving on from the wall to her other abilities. Um, the one that I was most disappointed in from when we talked about it last podcast is the uh, sound sensor ability. Because we didn't know if it was breakable or not when we discussed the, the leaks of it. And the fact that you can just shoot it seems so dumb to me. Because yeah, like you shouldn't be able to just shoot it that like that. It should have yeah. like either like a significant health or be non-breakable and you have to be silent there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that it, seems like may, maybe a little bit OP, but there should be some extra little thing you have to do with it. Maybe like diffuse yeah. it on the wall. Exactly. That's what deal. I was going to yeah. say. That's what I was waiting to say. Because that'd be yeah, super cool like, and would fit thematically if it made a noise when you went to diffuse it. Or maybe if, even if it didn't. But like, yeah, you go to the wall and you have to hold F to break the right. trap. Because well, yeah, if that's uh, if it's not breakable at all, like you just place that by spike and you get yeah. a guaranteed concuss on whoever's de- whoever goes to diffuse. Yeah, I like the... Um, uh, I, I like a... Yeah. Uh, uh, you have to diffuse it. I like that. Like there's an interactable when it's on the wall. Mm-hmm. So when you're walking by it, like you can just walk, slow walk by it. But if you want to take it down, then you it would make an audible cue when you've done it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it takes a couple of seconds. A little bit of delay there. Yeah, I'm going to say in, in the game that we played. I don't think I I. I don't think I ran into that sound sensor. I don't think I got hit by that net. That's what like, I was about to say, too. Literally the, yeah. only, the only piece of utility from Deadlock that I actually ever saw in that entire game we played was the wall. Yeah, I, I was about yeah. to bring up the exact same point, that, like, we played an entire game against a Deadlock, and I only encountered the wall. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't, yeah, did not see the sound sensor and did not see the net. I shot a couple sound sensors post round or after oh. Deadlock was dead. I I <laughs> didn't even see one. I didn't even Did see not one. even see yeah. one. Yeah. And also keep in mind, like, like for reference here, we're playing a four duelist comp. You would like, think a sentinel like, would be very valuable like, against the four duelist comp. It, it, yeah. It's not like well, we I feel like maybe they were just really about, bad at playing yeah, this agent Deadlock, because yeah. we were running into sight every fucking right. round. Like they should have gotten some stuns off. Yeah, like, I was yeah. gonna say, like, it's not like we're being coy about what we're doing. It was just like, hey, we're coming here and there are fucking five of us. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, the one thing that I did notice about the wall is, like, her throwing that wall up to, um, uh, block off ropes on A-side, as, like, when they were on attack and pushing out sand. Yeah. When I was retaking, like, that was actually kind of annoying. But so would a sage wall, and that, that, that would also be annoying. Way more point. annoying. Mm, I see that's where I disagree because I could freely break the sage wall on my own time and then and then take any fights on sand oh but they but could I had to, swing you while you yeah I had to actively be looking for a duel on sand while I was trying to break this wall and the sky caught me doing it once and just shot me well why are you in the open you could easily be on the ramp no, I couldn't. I had to break one of the other. Like I had to break one of the other ones, and Sky swung me while I was doing that. Yeah, I feel like there's an angle there. Maybe I don't know, but like, and yeah, like I was by myself trying to trying to like while other people were pushing out like main CT. I was trying to come out on um 
by that rafters there and like you help take duels and I just like I got slowed down. I was by myself. Took me a bit to break the uh the wall. I also did not have a rifle in this particular round, which made it even worse. Yeah, yeah, um, that's tough. Breaking that with a sheriff was uh challenging to say the <laughs> least. Um Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah. But yeah, but like Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I, and then this other like caveat, like I don't think anybody actually got hit by her alt in this game, but in one of the earlier games that I played when she hit our teammate with an alt, um, it took me more than my entire phantom clip. It has a fuck ton of health. Yeah. Like I wasn't able to break it by myself in time. I apparently has 600 health. Oh, the deadlock alt you're talking about? Yeah. 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 The cocoon. Like Mm. I, I wasn't able to break that by myself in time. Like our sage died. And, like, I saw the sage immediately get caught by the thing, and as it was and going... And you started spraying, And yeah. I started spraying. Like, as soon as I could possibly start spraying this thing, I started spraying this thing, and I wasn't able to break it in time. Yeah, I will yeah, say, I think, I think it's very funny that literally three of Deadlock's four abilities are countered by an Odin. <laughs> breaking the cocoon, breaking the wall, and then being forced to crouch are all things that if you have an Odin, you really don't care about. It's just like the counter gun pick to deadlock is very strong mm-hmm. uh, in that scenario. Yeah, but then I have to use an Odin. I'm not saying you would. Yeah, I'm just saying like, someone I, would. Someone also, being like, me if I was in the game. With they you. were really just trying to increase Odin pick rate. Well, yeah, because then they also came out with an Odin skin along with deadlock. Yeah. First oh, time in a while. <laughs> oh, wow. This is some fucking tea right here. Yeah. yeah. What they really wanted was they released an agent which would incentivize more people to pick up Odin, which they then <laughs> released an Odin skin simultaneously to get yes. more money. Mm, we're on to you, Riot. Yeah. We've cracked the yeah. case. Fucking Odin gate. <laughs> I, I've been occasionally yeah. picking up an Odin on one of the um, the team deathmatch maps. Which one is and this? Trying to, uh, the one with the circle in the middle. Oh, so with the I one that's based that on Pearl. Yeah, I forget I what the name is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what any of the orb. Okay, at any, I don't know, I don't know any of the fucking team deathmatch maps. I've played three district, games. District Piazza, and I don't know what the third one is. It's uh, the Kashba. third one. Yeah, it's Kashba. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, at any rate, that gun fucking sucks, dicks. The I'll Odin. head dink someone, and they'll head dink me, and guess what? I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Dude, I've said this to Chase before because it's more relevant for him. I need to take you fools to Odin school. I I can show you how it's done. Please do. Please, please do. Because every time somebody else has an Odin, I am not killing them. They are (laughs) killing me immediately. I peek them and I get six bullets to the chest. Um, Now, anytime I pick up an Odin, I'm doing the. I'm crouching in an area. I spray and then they head tap me once. I'm like, how the fuck did those twelve bullets not hit you? Like, <laughs> uh, oh, like I, I was hitting shots with the Odin and like I was getting dinks, and like they just yeah, people are just killing me. That's the just problem. You're hitting headshot. dinks. Yeah, because it doesn't do one fifty to the fucking head. Now maybe if I was a viper, well, it does do some serious aim area. punch to the head though. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I was just like it, it. It wasn't wasn't doing the trick. Maybe I'll like Sovan Ascent more if you can teach me how to know, how to Odin. Yeah, we we should do it. We should do it. Actually, shh. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh right, yes. 
that. We can have a better team, Tom. <laughs> no, Cass has just been trying very hard to make me not play Brim on Ascent for our premier games. So, I mean, well, I'd love it if you just played Omen. I mean, just just to be clear here, this is truly a surprising development for Cass because Cass trying to get people to play other agents is nothing new, certainly. But uh, Cass being willing to pick up a Smokes character because he wants a different <laughs> team comp, that is very new. So well, that shows I'm how just, passionate I'm Cass is about this. I'm just surprised that he yeah. thinks that my brim is so bad that his omen <laughs> would be better. <laughs> like, in what fucking world? <laughs> It's not that your brim's bad, it's just I want some of the things that Omen can do on Ascent. Yeah, I, I know that you've, like... Have, Namely, have you, you don't get to take way. advantage yeah. of them. Yeah, but I can still do them. The <laughs> only one way that matters I can still do is brim. No, there's so many more. There's so many one ways as Omen on Ascent. Why don't we see them all the time? A couple of them are annoying, and I know them, but, like... Yeah, I mean, also recharging smokes, recharging <laughs> smokes. I can double smoke off mid. We can take mid control. I can, we do can that own too. that shit. And then I and have then one I smoke. I still left. have smokes for sight hits. Yeah, I still have a smoke left. Yeah, but I can have two smokes left. Maybe even I mean, three. Eventually. I don't know how the timing works. Yeah. Yeah, you can have three if the round if you are immediately using two. Yeah, exactly. You can have three after the two later in the round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say, Cass. I know that you've you've uh, changed your agent keybinds now, so this isn't an issue. But whenever I think of you playing Omen, I just think of <laughs> you trying to jet dash yeah. as Omen and just whipping out yeah. your smoke. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, it's not funny. To mind every time. It's not not possible anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's a period of time where Cass was like, it. yeah, <laughs> in denial about being a jet main, and he would occasionally try to play other characters. And oh man, he would just forget that he wasn't playing jet. No, 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 no. This wasn't an in denial. It was somebody would walk jet over me. Uh, or I was just more willing to not. Yeah, you maybe more our team more comp. willing. Yeah, yeah. I might have just been more willing to not absolutely dick our team comp and not. Well, not it. you not more willing because now you're like probably the like most flexible you've ever been because you have one other agent which you play quite a bit. So <laughs> no, no, but like the, yeah, true. The main difference is like now on not ascent. Like I'm just taking chat. You say that. However, you showed me a clip earlier of you playing Cypher on Haven. Yeah, Jack got insta-locked over me. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Fair. Um, where were we? <laughs> yeah, deadlock. Know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah fucking so, deadlock. Right. De dead you're really not deadlocked into this fucking net. Can we go with that? Yes. Like, yes. It's the quickest fucking removal I've ever seen of an ability in my life. It really you, is. You get hit with it, you hit the button, and it, you have your gun back up. And to have that quick of a removal for an ability that's, like, not that scary to begin with, it just seems a little odd. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm forced to crouch, but, like, my position isn't even revealed. Like, it's not like a fade tether where there's, like, this line going to you. <laughs> Once again, no, I think there is to... a slight audio cue. Oh, there's, like, audio cue? Okay. No, there's a slight audio cue if you try to remove the dart. Or whatever. Yeah, I'm talking about if you oh. don't. I'm talking about if you if don't. If you don't. Oh, yeah, if you don't, no then there's nothing? No. Okay, well then fuck it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's got a voice line? I'm so sitting there with but... my Odin. I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to hold control. Awesome. 
Yeah, so it's not a it's not a very scary ability, like you said. And then you can remove it so quick that anytime you get hit by it, you should immediately remove it. There is no reason not to. Other than maybe if you're holding an Odin angle, and you and then you'd like I was going to be crouched anyway. Yeah, but the um, I I think there's some potential there if you combo it combo it in a similar way we're saying like with like a seize. Um, to like with a raisinade or like a molly or something, because like, but I think that you would be able to remove and get out the same way if, as if you would just be naded or mollied. I don't. Well, it depends on how tight the timing also, is of the utility. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm saying like if you think about it, maybe in the other order as seize nade usually goes, if you go nade grav net. So I'm trying to run away from the net, and then all of a sudden I'm stuck crouching. Yeah, that's just a much tighter timing, though. Granted, yes. And it's not a very big net, right? Like It's sizable. If you're in the net, I think you would die to a raise nade. Again, assuming they land in the exact same spot. Yeah, there is a event to be centered on that spot. Yeah. Too. Yeah, like, assuming the raise nade is centered on the spot that the grab net is centered on, I would think you are dead. If you are in this radius, would you say at least to me it feels so like dead. you're dead to raise nade from like yeah. <laughs> way too far. I have corrupted. Not necessarily DJs. way too far, just like I fucking hate that you can't see whether you're going to get damaged by raise nade or not. Yes, mm. raise yeah, nade. We should talk about that for the next two hours. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did want to go back to one other thing real quick, which is that uh, when we were initially discussing the the sound sensor, the thought was, oh, well, you know, it's you're losing something massive, which is the potential to watch flanks or, you know, watch from stealthy pushes because people can just walk past it. But, you know, if people are going fast, it's a very effective tool because of that concuss. But because you can just see it as it starts activating and shoot it, it's just really bad in that situation as well. Like, honestly, the, the fact that you thing, can shoot it yeah. before it concusses you, like that there's a windup yeah. and then it, like and you can it's still vulnerable during that wind up that's insane yeah like it's just mm, such a mm, mm, it, it's so garbage. chamber trap chamber trap yeah, though is much thought. much smaller and i can i could never shoot chamber trap to save my life like i'm saying honest. you like you guys were complaining about how difficult they were to shoot prior to the thing coming out because they're this teeny little puck on the ground yeah this is like a fucking picture yeah. frame on the wall I'm going to be honest, I've literally never seen one, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, report I back. I've literally seen never it. seen one. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's um, lo- it, it, it's larger than a switch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. And then I guess any anything else before we talk about the not, old? Well, Sorry, I, ahead, I, I feel like people know. might just not be getting very creative with their placements of them. But you can hear it one when you're approaching. Same with the chamber trap. Yeah. And then yeah, it has a wind up before before it concusses you. Well, yeah, but Same like, with the chamber trap. I mean, here's the thing, Cass. You, you're referencing chamber trap as this gotcha thing, but first of all, you guys chamber trap about that endlessly. Yeah, because it's way harder to shoot. It's way harder to shoot, closes. and I don't know. I no you can't problem. sneak past it. <laughs> like that's the yeah, thing. Granted, granted, yes. Oh right. yeah, that's kind of a big thing too. Yeah, yeah. And then if you wanted yeah. to then be loud immediately, you could then be like, "Oh, I know where it is. Look at it." Shoot it and then look the other way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I get like I also feel like this is way better. Like when you're on attack and you get spike down, you just fucking throw that shit by spike. Presumably the they're best, not gonna see the best. Yeah. yeah, presumably they're not gonna see yeah. you deploy it because you well you have fucking sight. Um second, I'm probably not being super stealthy around spike unless I'm in a uh one V one. Um like I'm yeah. probably if I'm probably or if I'm trying to defuse, right? Like I'm probably gonna tap that spike and try to bait out a peak or something. Um and then there's this fucking thing right there. And I'm making noise and their bullets flying, like I'm probably not gonna hear the fact that it's there, and then bam, I'm concussed. Yeah, I would agree that that does seem to be the strongest use case by a mile. Yeah, and like that's what Thinking Man's Valorant was saying in his original video when he was talking about how to best use um, Deadlock's utility. He was saying that um, around Spike Diffuse seems like a very good place to use it. Because um, you can put it in a variety of places too, and it doesn't have to be directly next to the spike. It has a pretty large radius and concussion area. So it can be all like on a wall behind and above spike, you know, and, and it would still uh, activate and concuss you. Mm-hmm. Right. But once again, and it would be something where someone would have to like swing their crosshair in an opposite right. direction to where you'd be peeking from kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that there is some value there, but like just not enough value to save deadline okay. and this piece of utility. Hear me out. Yeah. It's a bit expensive. But you're deadlock. You plant the spike. You throw your sound sensor guy by the spike. Right? They tap spike. They get hit by the sensor. You throw your gravnet. While they're dealing with getting rid of the gravnet, you've got your or or you've got your wall lineup. Oh, I see you're trapped going. in there. They're trapped in there. You swing. You hit them with your ult. <laughs> they're fucked. <laughs> the full get dump. Yeah. Actually, you just have to take the breach style approach yeah. to playing this agent. Dump your entire kid on one person. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say that's fairly comparable. Or the Tony to fade. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. fairly comparable to you start diffusing, you get breach aftershock. You then get flashed, you then get concussed, you then get flashed again, and then breach ulted. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's similar in terms of how screwed you are at, at dealing yeah, was, with a complete dump. I, I was complaining about this in one of the TDM games we played, because usually, at least when I'm playing TDM, I very rarely have all my abilities at my disposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I just usually, use them as soon as they're up. Yeah, like, I usually yeah. use a smoke to play around. I usually use my updraft to get to, like, a different angle. I usually use my dash to take a fight when I have them. Um, but no, I was coming out of spawn... And, bam, aftershock. Okay, I'm concussed, not a big deal. Boom, flash, okay, blind as shit, this isn't great. Bam, breach ulted. Well, great, now I'm fucking concussed again. Bam, another flash. It's just like, well, fuck me, eh? <laughs> this breach like, had his yeah. entire kit. <laughs> this breach had his entire fucking kit and dumped it on me. He <laughs> <laughs> got one kill out of this damn thing. <laughs> he has to wait two minutes for it all to recharge. Yeah. yeah. That's great. I don't know. It's, but, like, it, you're like, yeah, maybe you just have to take the breach approach. Yeah. You just play post-plant and just dump your entire kit at post-plant. Yeah. Although... <laughs> I gotta, well, hold on. I gotta yeah. say, that'd be really fucking annoying in a post-plant scenario where I'm stuck on spike because of that wall. Yeah. I got three, and then maybe if you hit me with the grab net, too, 
I gotta remove this fucking tagger from me so that I can't, or so that I cannot crouch. I gotta deal with diffusing the spike. I'm stuck in this fucking small ass enclosure, so you know exactly where I am. And I gotta fucking like try to take a gunfight with you so that I can defuse the spike. Like, okay, this saying. might be one of the best ways to use the wall. Is in post plant if you're able to trap the spike itself in so that they have to shoot the the wall before they get to spike similar to the way better sage wall strategy um or in the other case where where you trap them into spike then at least you know exactly where you're peeking they can't be like to the left or right of it really Mm -hmm. um and you could even ult them if you have that available and you're pretty confident of where that ult needs to go yeah i think i I think that trapping the spike go ahead good i i i just had another interesting idea here where you guys are when you guys are talking about the sage wall if there's a sage wall and there's like a smoke that like covers the sage wall well i could still just break the fucking sage wall like i know where the i know where the fucking like i know where the wall is i can just shoot it and i'll i might not break the optimal quadrant of the wall but i'll break the wall now, if there's a smoke covering the the yeah, the, you don't know where to shoot. The X thing, like I, I don't necessarily know where to shoot. You have to end the smoke. Wasting, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like I yeah. could just be wasting bullets there. Um, like I don't know, just something that I literally just thought of because, like, like if you pair that with a smoke, like that that could be really annoying to to deal with, especially because you might not even know it's there to begin with. And you're trying to wait out the smoke and be like, okay, yeah, let's let's go when the smoke's over. And then there's just a fucking, like, you're just blocked. A shorty, yeah. smoke, deadlock wall. Yeah. And yeah. two of those three things are free. The smoke, presumably. The smoke, presumably. Yeah. And, and the deadlock wall. wall. So you'd have to buy the shorty. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say that... Um, I think trapping the spike away from the person rather than trapping the person in with spike is more valuable because you get a good bit more delay out of that. Uh, Particularly if you can get the optimal wall layout where the person has to break, you know, the middle orb or two of the other orbs to get through to the spike. That's just a ton of delay. Um, And if you combine it with the smoke as well, so it's awkward for them to do and then you can be playing around it. I think trapping the person in with Spike, if you don't have your ult, is obviously can be good, but I feel like that's only really solid if they don't know where you are. Because if they know where you are, then it's still kind of an even gunfight of like, well, you know they're going to be around the Spike anyway. Like, the question is whether they're actively diffusing. And so if they know where you are, I don't know that it really helps you a whole lot to know that they're in this general area when in the vast majority of the cases, that's where they're going to be anyway. Especially if it's, like, time-ticking-down situation where they don't have time to, like, you know, fully push you and, like, run all the way mm-hmm. up to your location. Oh, I feel like that's another thing you could do is you could drop that wall to stop somebody from pushing you in that post plant. And if they that's go to true. top spike, you can still shoot them. Or you could... Well, you'd have to make wall... sure you don't wall yourself off from doing that, depending on the situation. No, but I'm saying you yeah. can literally wall yourself off because you can shoot through this. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Like, you can, you can literally wall yourself off so that they can't push you. Yeah, okay, so we're actually brainstorming some good deadlock wall usage here. You know, may, maybe the... 
maybe the wall is a little bit better than we were initially giving you mm-hmm. credit for in this podcast. I don't think so. But but I will say, I, I think we I think we all came into this. I certainly did saying that Deadlock's wall is the best piece of her kit. That there's yeah. potentially some use for it. It's really well, the, the old. other two. Honestly, no, I I think the old is pretty bad because like yes, if get you get bought by their alt once. Yeah, like if you what? if you get you can catch yourself in the alt. No, no, I'm saying like I've seen the alt hit somebody once one time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, like in five other, games. Every huh? In five games. Uh, six it. games. You played six games now. Okay, yeah, and there hasn't been a deadlock in every game, so I'm gonna say yeah. let's call it three. I've seen games a lot of deadlock, deadlock in rank in ranked though. It seems yeah. like people really like playing deadlock because probably because she's a hot Norwegian. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go with I've seen three deadlocks. Yeah, let's ballpark it at an alt a half. At worst, yeah. Like I, I don't think there's any way to go in. An, yeah, like it's literally not possible to go an entire half and not get your all. Yeah, unless you just get absolutely fucking curb stomped in the first half, and the second half you wouldn't get it. But like, let's assume just like an alt a half at least. So we're talking minimum six alts here. I've seen one hit. Yeah, I, I feel like the the discourse about the alt uh, leading up to the release was something I haven't seen since. Uh, leading up to Killjoy's release, where prior to Killjoy's release, everyone was absolutely losing their minds about the idea that she had a turret, talking about how that would break Valorant. Even uh, Pico was talking about that, of how it seemed like a terrible idea to introduce to the game. And then when it when Killjoy came out, it was like, oh, it was actually relatively reasonably balanced in that you know it wasn't doing much damage. And similarly with Deadlock, everyone was like, oh my god, you know you get caught in the cocoon, but this time, I think it was more understandable than the Killjoy turret because it was legitimately unclear, as we discussed last podcast, how you would get caught by it, what the mechanics of it are. And now we know that, like, it's not like an auto-grab. Like, you do have to bounce it to an orb that is that defines where someone can be, you know, sucked in or along the path of it. So it's not, you know, you do have to use geometry and know where someone is in order to actually capture someone with it, which results in a lot of missed alts. Okay. I actually just had a thought process here. That's rare. Yeah. That is rare. <laughs> I just had I mean, to you say had a thought. Yeah. <laughs> a pr- well, not a thought you have thoughts, but the process yeah. is really the rare part. Yeah. Right. Um, Deadlock might actually be a solid off agent. Okay, you can't so... get rushed down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not possible to rush you down. You got your wall. You can op through your wall and maintain control of an area. Yeah. Right? Um, if you use your wall to hold another angle, right, like a complementary angle to you, well, you'll know if they choose to break your wall, and then you can worry about that angle then. Uh, you've got your concussy guy, the sound sensor, so that if they do try to rush you down while you're cycling your bolt, well, they're going to get concussed. Um, I'm not sure about the whole gravnet thing, but also, like, I feel like if I just used her ult, like, I wouldn't off. Like, I'd probably catch some people with it. It doesn't... It, the travel time is significantly slower because there's travel time. Yeah, 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 but, like, it's not... It's not, like, it's... It's pretty quick. It's like a bazooka, right? It's like a... It's like a fucking... Yeah, it's like what's a, your? A proje- what's it's your a projectile, right? Yeah, but like it's it, it's pretty fast. Like it's it's considerably yeah. faster than Sova Alt. 
And what's your success rate at dodging raised rockets? Yeah, if it's coming at you, not very high, right? Yeah, like, now yeah. as someone who plays Jet, I've got a slightly better chance than either of you two, but, like... Is the, no. like, interactable area, like the hitbox, larger or smaller? Do we know? The interactable area is pretty it's big. It's similar to a Sovol. The... Well, there's, there's, like, the tube that you can get hit by, but then also once it bounces off of a wall, its final destination, there is an orb at that destination that's yeah. bigger than the size yeah. of like the shaft mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. uh you can get caught by like i think if i were to use that ability like i would in op i'd get some good value out of it on maybe not a stupidly long sight line right like pearl b long might might not quite do the trick right yeah uh like it's probably a long enough it has a it has a range too does it i believe Okay, but either way, I, I like often close angles anyway. So, like, if I just use Cass it, is a new deadlock like, mate. Uh, That's what we're learning. I, I, I don't think so, for the record. But, like, I'm just saying, I think that there's... I, I just had, like, a sneaky little or like thought here that, like, you know, might be a solid offing sentinel. It's obviously a cipher. It's possible. A cipher, I get a yeah. bit of shit for it. Because, like, you know, if my if I die, well... My trips go down. Now your sound oh, sensor. Yeah. You know this is the best. This is the best um, argument you've had yet. Um, because if you die, then you didn't have any utility that would help your team anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the wall's still there. Yeah. Okay. But, there you have but it. yes. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Just thought. So it, yeah, it's possible. Uh, seems like we're all in agreement. Deadlock could use some work, even if there's definitely some untapped potential given what we've seen in Ranked. Not that she, not untapped potential to be the best Sentinel in the game, but people are using her poorly and she's weak. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I heard an interesting idea for the sensor on Plat Chat, um, which people, like, there somebody brought up, you should just be able to deploy it like randomly. Oh, just anywhere? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Right, like like similar to like you uh deploying a KJ Molly. You know, if you look at it and you hit interact, it should just like go off. Oh, that oh, would her, really solve the problem oh, her, of it being breakable in a heart rush. You're talking about yeah, her concuss. Her concuss, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the sensor. Interesting. So it, it's deployable via sound or you can just you can deploy manually it. deploy it. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I what I was thinking when you were saying deploy is you could just put it on any surface. Yeah, I mm, I was picturing no. that like you know you go into astral form and can place a sound sensor at first. But yeah, now now I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. no, that's not what I'm what I'm thinking. I'm, mm. I'm I was saying like yeah, you should you should be able to activate it. Right, right. Yep, I'm tracking at it any time. Now. Yeah, I would stand by that. Uh, yeah, I think I, that'd be fine. I don't see any issue with that. That'd be that'd be kind of fun if, like, you know, you're lurking, you're, you're like anchoring a site. You know, you jiggle, you see an, an enemy, uh, Reyna, lurking through the choke, and they, they mm-hmm. spot you, but they've still been just walking. They haven't spotted your sensor, and then go back to cover. Ba bam, concuss them, swing out, and then yeah, kill. peek out again. Yeah, yeah you yep. could you could do something like that. The the other thing I'm thinking of here, though, which like we haven't fully addressed here, is 
just bullet count. Like, they, they've taken away a mag. Mm-hmm. You get one last mag in Phantom and Vandal. And between spamming smokes and having to break uh, this or her wall and, like, her tornado thing, if that's relevant, in a given round, like... I mean, there's... Like, I haven't run into the situation yet where I'm, like, hard out of ammo by the end of a round. But, like, I've definitely been in situations where I'm, like, down to my last mag. Like, I've got 25 bullets or bullets or fewer. Um, and I've also just gotten into the habit of, like, if I'm going somewhere anyway and there's a rifle on the, gra- on the ground that I believe has more ammo than what I have, you're gonna pick, I it, pick up. it up. Yeah. 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 Like, I. I think there is something to be said about just like more breakable shit in the game. Yeah, just things. But that also, you need like, to I, break. as we discussed, like it's less ammo likely than a sage wall. I, I don't think it is. Okay, well, let me because look that up. with let a sage wall, you're gonna want to break more than one section section of the wall. Maybe, but also. Okay, so I I don't know if you guys know this, but um the the X deployable from her from her E wall ability uh is tied to like the four corners of the map. Like regardless of which direction you throw it from, it always will have the same orientation when it lands. Wait, oh I had no idea about that. I thought it was relative to where you're facing. No, no, no. It yeah, is, I thought so too. Yeah, it, it is always in these cardinal directions at a 45 degree angle from each north south east and interesting um okay so you can well hold on i was saying you can probably learn to place your wall such that they will need to break either the middle or two sections to make it out of a given choke yeah in specific choke points you could probably do that Yeah. yeah and i think that's a fair amount of ammo Yeah, this this place. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. that you're not going to have a sage and a deadlock, most likely. No, I don't think you need to. Also, there's some disgusting boosts you can do if you have both. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Like absolutely absurd because you can use deadlock's wall to boost yourself up to stuff too. Oh, really? Yeah, deadlock's yeah, wall has some you, incredibly weird interactions right now, including and, yeah, boosting. And like yeah. you can you can use it to boost, um, and you're accurate while you're on top of her wall. Um, yeah. And so like I've seen, uh, just. Just off the top of my head, like, one clip I saw is if you sage wall and then deadlock wall, you know that little hole on, like, that cubby on um, uh, Lotus that is, like, by breakable door that looks into B-Site? I'm not even sure I knew there was a hole there, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't know. Okay, there's a hole there. You can sage plus deadlock boost your way up to just hold B-Site from there. Oh, it's absolutely shit. disgusting. Uh, That's presumably, disgusting, yeah. you could do yeah. a similar thing um, on that hole that now exists in elbow. Yeah, on, on, bind. A, on bind. Yeah, yeah. I like, was thinking the same. Now, are you throwing by having both a sage and a deadlock in your team comp? Maybe, maybe. But to get a clip, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, what was the bounty that we gave out like a couple of episodes ago where where someone was like 
oh, oh one clip stinger ace one clip stinger yeah. oh yeah, yeah one clip stinger ace yeah yeah like, no one is claiming the bounty as of now real shocker there I, yeah. i'm gonna be honest like don't know if that's possible unless everybody just lines up for you i mean it's it's possible if you are if for some reason you are treating the stinger like a completely different weapon where you're like tap firing it and you're just yeah. hitting headshots even or, then do you get five you get five bursts exactly right you yeah, have to one burst so if you five one people. burst everyone yeah well what, what, what you have a little bit more flexibility if you don't use the burst because three to the head will kill in almost every situation i don't i don't remember probably not at extremely long range and the burst is four so if you're not yeah. bursting at more close range but you're just tap firing like you're you're using the stinger like a ghost like yeah, that's dude, probably the like, best you, chance you like, have to, to do fire it. rate good luck yeah yeah, like, like your taps are going to be could... like two to three bullets per tap. Yeah, but like... I don't think you could reliably tap a single bullet the same way you could like a vandal. Well, sure, no, sure not. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I'm just saying that's the general philosophy you'd have to go mm. into the challenge. Bro, I I can't tap a single bullet with a vandal. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, why that's why all my clips look bad is because no, like can... even if I get the head tap on the first <laughs> shot, there's like two more bullet sounds afterwards. I can cut yeah, those I mean... out in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you uh, seen me use jet knives? Well, yeah, you just right click and it's like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, also, you, like, like every time you pop jet knives, you look immediately at the ground and you right click. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Funny. no, like there's so many, there's so many situations I have where like I fire like, like I'll, I'll get the kill with the first jet knife and I'll fire two more, and I'm just like, fuck me, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, like. <laughs> Uh, that's great there's a nice clip that i i did not i deleted instead of sending it to hunter uh for that exact purpose like i updrafted sick like first uh like flick to like first knife headshot but then i fired two more and i'm just like oh well that just ruined the clip and there you we go you think I've, i don't have the potential to rapidly cut away after the kill no it's, it's literally impossible <laughs> no no i, I know yeah in all yeah. seriousness that does make the clip a little more awkward if you don't have time yeah to process exactly it. well, it's yeah. like the same in like sports clips when like in in ski clips when um when someone shows a trick in the air but then cuts the landing and you're like well they didn't land it yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah i mean it's a classic saying on the valorant subreddit like never ask a valorant player why the clip ended <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but uh, real quick, before we get too far away from it, I did go to the wiki, that being my job on the podcast, and I learned something that surprised me, which is that like Sage's wall, the barrier mesh, which is the name of the deadlock wall, um, actually does have a fortification time where its oh, HP increases. Uh, three oh. seconds for fortification, and the total health of the center orb after fortification is 1200 HP versus a sage wall uh segment which is 800 hp so deadlock's wall is actually 50 percent more okay yeah the center orb is 50 percent more than a a sage wall section which i'm surprised by i I didn't realize that i yeah i'm actually quite surprised by that as well also wall free sage wall no free yes playing sage kind of sucks because of the money you spend on walls throughout the game for it's 400 right (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah sage wall mucho expensivo like, Sage yeah. would just be an infinitely better agent if you swapped her fucking heal on her wall. I I fully agree with that. 
she would um, be much better. I mean, the eco advantage that you'd get with that over the current sage would be insane. Yeah, yeah. And then also, like, you'd have a, a recharging wall, which would be absolutely fucking disgusting, but, like... Or not, if they do the same as Deadlock. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. for sure. But, like, you just, like, right. the free wall is... The free wall is nice. Uh, yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way around that. Um, now, if, if, if Sage had a recharging wall, she would immediately become, you know, picked at a significant rate in the pro meta more than she is now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, like, that would, that would be a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's about all I got to really say about Deadlock. I want to say, do you guys have any closing arguments? Yeah, not really. Not really. Yeah. Well, Hunter, I know that you had um, you had some stuff to to say, that, or that you said you wanted to address on this podcast. Oh boy, yeah, I've I've been sitting on this one for over a week. So um, a while back, we had a little conversation surrounding um, a certain weapon, the shorty, and whether or not certain buffs and nerfs were deserved. And uh, turns out, we actually have some interesting data. On oh, data, yes, on the uh, usage of the shorty at the most recent recent international pro tournament in Tokyo, because this tournament was played before uh, on a patch prior to the shorty nerfs taking effect. So we get to see yeah, this was on the this was on the previous patch, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So this Still. was you know one fifty shorty with the the more damage, um, and I have to say that uh, after looking at the data. Um, I have to admit that, you know, I have, I have to give credit where credit is due. I was wrong. Riot was right. The shorty, you know, proved to be far too strong. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What's this? I'm, I'm seeing that the, uh, the check that Riot sent me to say that didn't cash. Well, guess what? You get to hear the real story now. <laughs> so as it turns out, um, due to, um, Valorant player, uh, Twiston's life tragically, ending uh there was a very cool charity thing that happened where money would be donated for every shorty kill that happened at the at tokyo so as a result there is very easily accessible data on how many shorty kills there were whereas normally that might be somewhat difficult to find for a given weapon of how many kills there were and it turns out that there were 67 total shorty kills in tokyo which if you break that down that's low yes there were total Guy, also, wasn't Jane responsible for like a solid percentage of those? I haven't seen the breakdown of, of who was each one, yeah. but okay, I, I know there's one player who like drastically overperformed with the shorty, and yeah. I think it's Jane. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, there were 24 matches, and I didn't go down and count the number of games, but I went with the assumption that there were more 2-0 games than uh, 2-1 games, uh, just because it seemed like that was true from watching. So I said, let's say there's an average of 2.3 maps played each match. That means, you know, if you do a little number crunching there, there was a grand total of 1.2 shorty kills per game. Yes, thank you, Riot. How horrible was it that there was slightly over one shorty kill per game? Yes, please nerf the shorty. We can't have this in Valorant. What the heck? Like, it just made me so bad to see that. Like, I was thinking that's what I was going to see, but I didn't expect it to be that severe. Like, thank God we're not going to have one shorty kill per game anymore. It was ruining were, the game. That Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. I, I think, that being said, I think there were a few save 3Ks with a shorty. I don't give yeah. a shit! So, it's one know, shorty kill per game! Yes, yeah, you should occasionally get 3K more, with a shorty. 
Yeah, you get a 3k yeah. with a shorty. That means that there are full games with zero shorty kills. Yeah. Right, right. And here's the and here's the thing as well. If you one of the things that did happen in the games is that people were buying shorties a lot. And you know what that means? A big thing that people say, oh, well, you know, it's a cheap gun. Yes. Well, if you buy it every single round and you average half a kill with it if you're on one side of the occasion then you know you're still throwing away a lot of money as a team over the course of the game investing in that shorty for not a ton of value for like a 50 50 percent shot at getting right. a kill in one round right the reason that this yeah. change happened and i will die on this hill is that pros and streamers have too much influence over the game of valorant and they're they you know they play the game all the time and they just rage when they spent their cool twenty nine hundred dollars on a phantom and they and selection bias makes them just furious when a 150 uh, credit gun kills them and they just think it's this huge problem because they get so mad when it happens not realizing that it's not a major issue and they've just once again killed one of the eco guns for no reason well, i am fuming as you can tell also just to play some devil's advocate here and there's no way to get stats on this yeah but i'm curious to know how many bullets were used on spamming smokes because you're worried about there being a shorty sitting in there. Yes, that horrible threat that maybe once in the game you'll die to the shorty. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, they might not have died to the shorty because they spammed the smoke. So okay. the shorty user has to either back away or, well, die. But, like... I mean, yeah, and somebody... so some and so, so somebody spent 150 credits, quote unquote. Maybe not, but like mm -hmm. you're yeah. spending 150 credits around per person, or per a couple people at least, yeah. to have them spam a smoke when, like, you know, you might be in there. You might. You're probably not. You know. Right. Right. Like. It, it, yeah. Like, but sure, it's still that an economic. Happen. It's still an economic investment. Like that's the same as a mm -hmm. piece of utility. Like. It's more expensive yeah. than me buying the smoke to smoke off that angle. Yeah, and and as well, and thinking about it as well is if you know that's the situation. Let's assume that there's a significant amount of util and bullet spam required to clear angles and smokes because of the threat of shorties. But the shorties themselves were not getting much for kills. Then I think that makes a really interesting decision of is it worth it to you? to get minimal kills but force the enemy to expend more bullets and utility to spend you know as a team you might be spending you know well i'm bad at math on the fly but if you're buying a bunch of shorties over the course of the game you're spending a good chunk of cash is that worth it to you to have that effect and i think that's an interesting strategic decision that doesn't need to be removed so yeah riot you done screwed up I've seen it with uh, Tarkov far worse than Valorant, where uh, streamers whining has resulted in changes that are just, you know, bad for the game. And I think this happened very clearly in this case. I, I don't know. I feel that. like it, it, it's not necessarily only streamers. Like, it's, a, it's probably just general sentiment of people molding. But then, at the same time, they've left the fucking right-click in the game for this long. Breach, so, <laughs> yeah, but also like, yeah, why why nerf the thing I have to pay for? Mm -hmm. People don't like shotguns. 
No, oh, you don't, don't like shotguns. shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the like, rank nobody... and file people playing the no, game enjoy yeah. shotguns. I think some streamers no, would agree with no, you and pros. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Like people don't like dying to shotguns. It feels cheap. That, that's like, your opinion. It, it, <laughs> that's it, not it a. It feels cheap and no skill. It feels that's how cheap. it feels to you. <laughs> that's not it some feels sort of cheap, but it doesn't feel, feel no skill. People. It doesn't feel no skill because when I die to a shotgun, I think, fuck, I should have cleared that. Yeah, or you could have tapped him in there. That's yeah. something I could have done. And you know, if you I would have gone you for, for you, you, through an angle that would had a longer choke, like longer sight line, then you know I wouldn't have had to deal with it. So, yeah, but you also don't play dive. I guess you did as Phoenix for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I played no, dive my entire fucking act. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. flashes. <laughs> flashes don't matter when there's a judge on the other side. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially as Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> Especially yeah. as Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, Cass, I think Chase has you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like if you just look at the I, I had thought of running through them all, but given time I'm not going to. But if you just think of the, you know, all of the guns below the Guardian in price tier, you know, all of them have been uh nerfed hard over time, with the exception of the Spectre, which has always been the sort of a mediocre full auto classic. And then the Marshall, which is, you know, Riot's beloved. Um, it, it's, it's just makes the game less fun, I think, when the eco options are, are just made worse. Wait, do oh. you feel like the Marshall needs a nerf? Yes. Well, here's, okay, here's the thing. I don't think the Marshall needs a nerf in isolation. I think that given the way that Riot has pushed, like what I want to see happen is I want to see a lot of the eco guns buffed to the level of the Marshall. I think the Marshall way overperforms its price point given the current meta of the eco guns. And if it were to be consistent, it needs to be nerfed. Because when people were still learning the game and there were more cheesy things such as um, run and gun accuracy being a lot better at the launch of the game, um, the Marshall seemed very weak. But I think you could revert the Marshall to launch uh, like statistics in terms of being slower firing slower movement speed with the gun and i think it would still be a very often picked weapon just because shooting people in the head with a sniper is strong <laughs> so yes i i think if the i think the marshall overperforms its price point relative to the other ego guns by a considerable margin at this point yeah maybe i don't know I mean, you see it. You see the Marshall a ton in both pro games and in ranked games, and you know it. It, it has big impact. I feel like you see the Marshall a ton because I always buy a Marshall. <laughs> I see other people using it as well. Not I just feel like you. it's not. It's yeah. not crazy common that I get hit by a Marshall from like not someone playing Chamber slash Jack. Well, that's also partially because you're aim-diffing people with a marshal in your hand. <laughs> that detracts the number of times you die from a marshal by a considerable margin. Because you are very good with a marshal. Also, don't nerf the marshal. I just got a cool skin for it. Yeah, just to be clear, Respect. I would prefer them not nerf the marshal. I would prefer them just give some love to the other eco guns. I'm just saying in the current landscape, mm. the, va the bang for the buck is just really high. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with you. I think it's a good bang for buck weapon, but like, I don't know, there, there are a bunch of situations where the lack of 
Like, like it's still a really awkward gun to push with. So when you're either retaking or attacking, like, if you don't get that initial duel you're looking for, like, or you're going to try to play post-plant with it, like, and also excluding round two when the enemy team probably doesn't have armor, like, it, it, it can still be a very awkward gun to play around, and it's got a clear and definitive downside. Um, and sure, it's not as, like, teams don't respect it as much as they would an op. Like, you'll see situations when there's a good op on the enemy team, it's like, okay, well, let's find out where the fucking op is and avoid it. Right, right. Um, but, like, and obviously the marshal doesn't garner that amount of respect, but... Like, if someone's really good with the marshal, you, you could treat it in, like, a similar manner. Like, hey, we're just going to avoid where this marshal is on this given eco, and the rest of the yeah. team probably has, you know, other guns that we can gun diff them with. Because, like, the marshal does do that one thing very fucking well. It's, hey, here's a long-range duel. I'm not at that much of a disadvantage here, if any at all, compared to your, your Phantom Slash uh, Vandal. Yeah, that, um, I feel like you're making my point for me. <laughs> No, but, like, I, like, I'm just saying that, like, you don't, I don't know, I, I feel like it's not quite at a, at a level in which it's just like, oh, fuck, like, we need, we need to, like, do something about this, because it does have a very clear and very distinctive drawback, and well, unlike, yeah. unlike the operator, which you can use in close quarters, because you can just hit them in the body and they die, like, it's a lot harder to fucking hit that head when somebody's really close to you. I, I think that's a weird take, cast Because the movement speed you have with the marshal, combined with how accurate it is while no-scoping, means that... Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. No-scope accuracy kind of just throws that into the trash. Yeah, I was, okay. was going to wait and say that I think that I, the marshal is... You're underrating the marshal's... I mean, not that you really are underrating it personally because you do it very well, but I think when in this scenario of, oh, you have the drawback of the marshal, I think you're underestimating the value that you get with just moving quickly and firing off no scopes when things are not ideal and people are closing in close. I, I, I tried the hard mode bots with uh, the marshal no scopes. I got two. Now, some of that is a skill issue. A lot of that was I was like on their head, and the bullet didn't go there. And because well, how, if I hit the well, how shot, close range kill. is that? What do you mean? Not very close range. Yeah, it's not very close range. Yeah, like the thing is, if you if you're at longer range with an enemy, hopefully, unless you know things have gotten completely chaotic, you'll be you'll be scoped in. It's not a fucking vandal. Like, there's a reason you don't do hard mode bots with a phantom. I do. Do you do it with I armor on? Armor off, yeah, I turn yeah. it with. I do it with armor <laughs> yeah, okay, off. Well, armor <laughs> off. Right, right. Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, point being is like, is like, well, I was trying to work on just like, or just like identify the reliability of of like of no scoping. With well, the then marshal. you should do that with armor off. And if you get the body shot, then it kills. No, no. But the problem with doing that with armor off is like the enemy team probably has fucking armor. If I'm buying a marshal. The only time they're, they're not showing up one at a time every one second in different parts of your screen. In a, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's not no, the same. Like the, the situation right. is still somewhat applicable if I'm trying to retake with the marshal. 
I can't be scoped in when I'm trying to retake most of the time. But you can scope in really quickly if you do get a second. And also, there's a decent chance if you're retaking, multiple of the team that you're pushing, um, unless the your team completely folded, at which point you probably don't have a chance anyway. But assuming it's competitive, probably they are dinked up a good bit. And Wait, they might be how... one shot to a marshal to the chest. It's 101. How the fuck did we get into the scenario where we're arguing that the marshal is a good retake weapon? Well, I'm not, I'm not arguing that it's the optimal retake weapon. I'm arguing that the downside of it is not such a huge downside that, like, it, I, I think Cass, I, I think you can use the Marshall at close range better than you can use an op, which Cass would seem to be saying the opposite. And also that I think that it still holds its own to an extent. It's like a, it's like a diet sheriff at close range. Diet Sheriff sounds like Seven Up's brand of sheriff, like of, <laughs> yeah, something you know, yeah. like it's like Shasta, Mist. yeah, Shasta, Sierra Sierra Mist. Mist. yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> no, because okay, so what'll happen a fair amount on defense is I'll buy a sheriff, mm-hmm. pistol round, yeah. I will live. Actually, that's unlikely. I die a lot in pistol round, but let's assume that I live here for the sake of argument. Um, I then buy a marshal for round two. Yes. We, we won pistol round. Um, if I, if I end up having to play retake, like, I'm fucking bringing the sheriff out. Maybe. Probably. It's just like, <laughs> the marshal's just like more unwieldy. I, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I like my odds of hitting the headshot with with the sheriff more than I like my odds of hitting that headshot with a, with the marshal. Well, part of it, I'm also thinking of the, from watching oh, the, okay. Tokyo and, and the pros play as well. The value that was acquired from marshals was, um, I can guarantee you they average more than one kill per game, which you pay more for it. So I'm not saying that's like some big mm-hmm. gotcha, but like, I'm not just referring to our games and what you would personally do, even though I understand what you're saying. Like I personally barely ever buy a marshal because I also much prefer a sheriff to a much greater extent than you do. So, like, I, I totally see what you're saying, just to be clear. I, I, yeah, okay. For reference, I realized I didn't bring up the greatest example because, like, if I have to retake on round two, they probably don't have armor, and therefore I'd probably just keep the marshal out. Because I, it I, one I think shots the, the body. Exactly. Right. I think the better argument here is, like, we're on an eco. I bought a marshal. Somebody else bought a sheriff. They died CT. As I was rotating over, I was able to pick the sheriff up. And now, knowing that they have armor, unless I get... Unless I get some, like, comms that, like, oh, like, they're all tagged for, like, 60 or whatever. Um, and then I, like, I can guarantee that, like, realistically speaking, the marshal will one-shot fight a few of them, whereas the sheriff to the body wouldn't. Well, then I'm probably bringing out the sheriff, you know? Like, it, it just feels way more reasonable in that scenario, and I, I feel like there's not a lot of disagreement here. Um, no, no, I, w- I would completely agree with you. Yeah. You should bring out the sheriff in that instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that I think it's a preference thing. I also would agree with you in terms of that preference, but I, I think that there's a case for using the marshal in that scenario. It really depends on what you know about the enemy team's positions. Because if that, you literally have both of them, I think you should use the sheriff. Yeah, but yeah, but if they're playing like down a longer sight line, then you might want to bring down out the the marshal and. and the long sideline with the marshal right. yeah I, right. I think the single biggest thing is knowing where the enemy is because the biggest problem with the mark the marshal is if you're scoped in on one angle and someone's at a different angle 
yeah you know, that's where you're really screwed whereas with the sheriff hopefully you you have a chance to flick but like if you're if you know it's a foot race to the other site there's no one on the other site so you know they're coming from ct then like i think the marshal is the better choice because you can you can you know be full running and so quickly scope in that like maybe they peek and immediately head tap you before you can get your you scope in but like that's such a small amount of time and mm. then you know boom you got them especially assuming yeah. you know they might be tagged a little but they're one shot to the body also just like one minor thing we were talking about the like just the marshall kills per game from like yeah uh, is like we're also talking about pro players here yeah have significantly better aim than the rest of us so like oh yeah so I just I but also who riot decides to make a lot of decisions around Right, and we were yeah, talking about the shorty in that context as well. That like, yeah. yeah, I fully agree that the marshal in bronze is uh, certainly, you know, if we if we could ch- uh, like change certainly the a stats weapon of, of all guns time. per rank, it, it if anything needs a buff in bronze. Well, what's up, yeah. <laughs> I said I said it's certainly a weapon of all time. Yes, yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, one one final thing here before we sign off because I think this will be fairly quick. Um. So what is your guys' opinion on the spray patterns being RNG versus set a la CS? I feel like this is something we discussed like a long time ago. I feel yeah, I feel like I remember this being being a topic but like so long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm f- I'm fine recapping it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuz I don't really know. I feel like I like the idea of them being set like in CS. Um, but having never played CS, I don't know. Like, like this is all I know. Basically like Valorant is the only yeah. thing, the only tack FPS I, I know and have played. So, um, like I'm just kind of used to them being RNG then, but I, in a way see like, why an attack FPS you wouldn't want RNG to be such a heavy component. Yeah, I, m- my opinion is exactly the same as when we last discussed this, which is that I fully, fully support the sprays being RNG for the reason that I think, especially with Valorant being different than CS and, you know, obviously having agents and abilities, I think that your strategic uh, choices and everything from your positioning to how you use your utility should be the emphasis over I need to learn to jiggle my mouse in a certain way so that the bullets always come out in, you know, a straight line. That I think that, aside from that as well, that if you look at Valorant as primarily a sport, then reducing the RNG makes sense. Um, in terms of, oh, well, you know, in sports, you know, to a large extent, you know, you, 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 there's all these fine aspects of your game that you can get really good at. Um, and there's not really much for RNG in an actual sports game, but if you look at it the way I think it should be looked at as a game that has a competitive, you know, side to it, the game is to a certain extent simulating using a firearm. And I think it is so much cooler if you actually, you know, take it, so, you know, treat it like a real world firefight to a certain extent. Um, that was a horrible way to say that because I'm not saying that Valorant needs to be realistic. What I'm trying to say is that a real gun 
you can't jiggle the gun in a certain predetermined way so the bullets come out in a straight line every time. And so I think if that was a key part of Valorant, I think it would just be cheesy because I, I don't think that mouse jiggling is particularly fun or interesting. It's impressive, sure, if you're good at it, but I just don't think it adds to the quality of playing or watching the game. I think it's far more cool to see someone's um, choices in the game leading up to the firefight and then have that chance of, oh, something different might happen than exactly what they expect to happen versus, oh, the people who are best at making a shape with their mouse are the people who are going to be best at aiming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess right. it pl- it plays around different factors then, right? Mm-hmm. Like with the with the RNG, it forces you not to rely on whatever like minute mechanical right. skill you have with the with like spray firing, right? It maybe now it's it's forcing you to to do more tap firing, or mm-hmm. you know play in certain ways with your utility where you don't have to spray and hold down the trigger for that extended period of time. So, I kind I kind of do agree with Hunter that it's more interesting to see the number of ways that people play around the RNG than it would be if there was no RNG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, so I had two counteracting points here. One of them being that, like, well, I do think that, like, having a set spray pattern to a given gun would increase the skill ceiling. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it would increase the skill ceiling, and those people that got good at understanding how to accurately control the spray on a given weapon would absolutely have an advantage. Over Which happens in CS, I imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, to the point where, like, now, even in CS, like, it's not possible for you to be, like, laser beam accurate. Like, no one... Like, it, it's just unfeasible to be good enough to do that. But you can probably get a tighter circle if you got really good um, at controlling that than you could in Valorant. Um... However, the, like, I, I think as Chase was kind of alluding to here, like, it, it's like, it, it is, I think it's interesting in the way that it changes how you are forced to play the game. Because it does very much lead to more having good crosshair positioning, um, like, being in the correct angles at the right times, uh, not, or, like, having to approach gunfights with the idea of, like, tapping or burst firing um and not just being like oh well like i'm gonna be able to hold down spray this angle and even if multiple people swing into it like my bullets are still going to be right around head level um and so like i i definitely think that there's like a definitive argument that says that like the the way in which the game behaves because this rng is in play forces people to play differently and therefore that's a good thing um And it puts more a bit more of an onus on the like the mental aspect of the game than it does on the mechanical aspect of the game, which I think is something that like has always been a bit more of a uh, you know comparison with CS being that sure the mechanical skill ceiling might not be as high, however there's a whole lot of like mental aspect that goes into this game that you just can't get in CS due to the fact that you're any given situation you're in, you're going to be playing against different agents that have different abilities left at their disposal. Like how well have you been tracking uh, whether uh, KJ has both her mollies or not? Like, or like does, 
or like what what's Viper's smoke level at? Things like that that like Yeah, there are just more things to be thinking about already mm-hmm. in an interaction that you don't need another thing to be thinking about. Well no yeah. no, I'm saying that like that it, it makes the game more about like the mental aspect of how you're playing the game versus the mechanical aspect. Of Which I like. I, I like that yeah. a lot. I, I think it's more, it makes it significantly more strategy focused. There's that. And mm-hmm. then there's also, um, if you're playing, you know, Killjoy or Sage, then what you're saying is totally true, Cass. But the other thing you didn't mention there is that if you're playing one of the agents in Valorant who has movement abilities, um, then all of a sudden that adds, you know, mechanical skill back in, in terms of the, you know, the base movement and shooting. So, you know, when you, when you take that into account, you know, if you're jet in midair shooting your knives, you know, that is far, that is an incredible challenge that, uh, you know, isn't in CS mechanically. So it's not mm-hmm. like there aren't really difficult things mechanically in Valor and it's all dumbed down versus CS. There absolutely are because of the abilities in the game. Yeah. Yeah. People are disgusting with Neon are fucking wild. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that's about all I got. Very cool. Well, good to be back after a week. Likewise. I enjoyed it so much, I don't feel the need to come next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I hope I hope you got your fill in. Uh, yeah. yeah I, and I hope all the listeners got your their fill of Hunter, because he will also be gone again. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'll, yeah, I'll be enjoy next week. Very fucking EMEA loser. <laughs> NA supremacy, baby. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't planning on bringing a computer, but after you said that, I'm going to bring my whole uh, setup and just stomp the EU lobby. Yeah, yeah. Just just so that yeah. you can reach like you can reach immortal so easy. I mean, what? It's like Absolutely, a as a gold dude. player in NA, like fucking. Well, you're going to get placed in like diamond so easily, easily. <laughs> I mean, EMEA is quite literally a one team region. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good good luck playing against Leo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll win some, I'll win some. There'll be a mutual respect left over between us. <laughs> That's an always sunny reference, but anyway. Um, yeah. No, g- great seeing you guys again. I it was fun playing a game before the podcast. I missed you guys. Oh. Well, can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> and we miss you listeners as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We'll drink with you later. <laughs>